0: He is the CEO and founder of Hope Cure. Hello, Sagar. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for inviting me, Anurag. It's it's a pleasure, Vivek. It's a pleasure to be uh, hosting you on the show today. So, uh, Vivek, uh, to our audience who are not aware about Hope Cure, uh, please tell us about your journey uh, into you know uh, curating and founding the company.
1: Sure. So, Hope Cure is an online mental wellness platform where the psychologist and client come together mm-hmm. and uh, the clients can access the psychologist for counseling. But uh, Hope Cure also has uh, the corporate employee wellness program where the corporates come in and access the programs for the employees. Okay. And um, but as far as the journey is concerned, it's, it's a long journey. Um, while Hope Cure is a young company, um, my journey is almost like in the in the uh, field of tech, advanced tech is almost 30 years old. <laughs> okay, so uh, but but Hope cure is interesting from the fact that uh, we realize that almost 20% of India and 50% of youth need uh, interventions through professional mental counseling, mental health counseling by uh, by the professionals, mm-hmm. and we also realize that. Uh, If the intervention happens in time, Hmm. major challenges can be avoided.
0: What sort of challenges are we talking about?
1: So so the mental uh, health, if the mental illness in case if it is not intervened and corrected and cured in the beginning, it starts manifesting into a physical problem. Hmm. And the cost of handling one or multiple physical diseases is multiple times of what the cost of handling a mental illness is. Okay, in US this has been termed as fifth, five times of the of the actual cost of handling a mental illness. So my suggestion to everyone is always that if you have any kind of um, slightest of uh, doubt on on your mental health, go get a counseling and cure it before it starts manifesting into a physical problem.
0: All right, all right. And what were the initial challenges? Like you said, you know, Hope Cure uh, is a young company. So, what were the early days uh, concepts of the business and what were the initial challenges when you, uh, you know, thought of launching Hope Cure?
1: So, in Hope Cure, our biggest challenge is the stigma that people have towards counseling. Hmm. Okay. Um, What I find is that sometimes when there is a need, for curing the illness, people don't realize that they have uh, they have to cure it. They have to recognize the problem first. And the biggest problem isn't recognizing the problem. The stigma actually only seventy percent of the total actual mental illness cases are ever see a counselor. Um, only thirty percent cases are ever see a counselor. Seventy percent of the of the clients or the patients. Um, do not even recognize this as a problem, and that is where the problem is. So uh, the the data, as far as India is concerned, is almost 20% of India is is having some kind of a need for mental uh, illness intervention by a professional, and out of this uh, majority are between depression and anxiety. Okay, the two most common disease, and we would say we are uh, we stand with the top five countries across the globe. As far as anxiety and depression is concerned, hmm. so uh, handling this in the early stages much more is very very important.
0: And these are really alarming numbers, right?
1: These are like uh, in in hundreds of millions. So uh, globally, it's a, it's a billion. It's a billion number. Uh, almost a billion people globally are affected by mental illness. In India, it's around hundred twenty million, and this is not a small number
0: and uh, vivek uh, the the main thing that we look at these days right uh, you must have even noticed this when the whole lockdown started back in march uh, throughout april and may we actually saw a lot of uh, you know online discussions when it uh, came to mental health and the dynamics which were getting changed right a lot of people actually started speaking about their mental issues their mental health we, we saw a lot of celebrities even talking about it on their social media you know they came out and freely spoke about this so what sort of changes have you seen being in the business and you know interacting with clients interacting with other therapists and counselors what sort of dynamics have you seen change from 2019 to 2020 especially with this whole pandemic in place
1: so, 2020 has been a Y2K moment for healthcare.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, we, so, as far as um, technology is concerned, we saw pre-Y2K era and post-Y2K era. Yep. And so, we would now, in 2020, we saw one another moment of Y2K, uh, where uh, post-2020, we would have a different kind of healthcare altogether. It is also a Y2K moment for mental health. Because not only COVID impacted people, okay, there were two major discussions happening in the month of March and April. One was, um, or or a little later, Uh, one was COVID and second was SSR. Yep. Yeah. So both, both the incidences impacted people significantly to recognize this as a problem. And we found that with every lockdown continuation, almost the traffic increased by more than 20%. Initial traffics was initially in, in initial days the traffic was very high, and subsequently we found that the serious cases, the clinical cases, were increasing and they increasing tremendously, almost at the rate of forty percent. And uh, as uh, as we entered into September, August, August September and October, we found the behavioral and the relationship cases increasing, and uh, you know premarital, postmarital cases increasing. So. Uh, What was earlier depression and anxiety, uh, Mm -hmm. primarily influenced by COVID, later on became uh, more of a breakup uh, relationship, behavioral issues, counseling for behavioral uh, issues, uh, primarily impacted by COVID.
0: So can we say like this actually turned uh, from, you know, something which was getting affected by the pandemic to something which was basically a lifestyle? problem that we had and the kind of relationship issues that we had, but it was somewhere, uh, you know, how to put it, somewhere buried inside us and then it just erupted uh, throughout this whole pandemic.
1: Yes. When, when number of people are under one roof in a small confined area, okay. And when they have different interests, so it is bound to happen. Okay. And that's where 2020 has learned, has taught us um, adjustments and uh, compromise. And uh, sacrifice, which was, which is slowly, you know, as a lifestyle was was slowly uh, getting missed from our daily lifestyle. But now, I guess our uh, generation is a lot more, um, lot more interesting.
0: But when you talk about generation, uh, what sort of cases have you seen emerge more in which uh, age group? Like, you know, when you talk about relationship issues, is it happening with the younger generation more, or you know, somewhere in the mid? Uh, in their mid 30s or 40s or later on in their stage. How, how do you basically uh, bifurcate these kind of issues with respect to the age groups? So um, yes, we, we did see uh, people
1: breaking uh, breaking stigma and coming out for counseling openly, which was 18 to 35 range, um, 18 to 35 years of range. But uh, from 18 to 25 we saw more of a relationship issues. And 25 to 35, we saw more of the depression and anxiety-related issues.
0: And uh, when it comes to uh, the virtual therapy sessions, I'm sure uh, Hope Cure is doing a lot of good work in this field. So, can you explain uh, the the whole virtual therapy sessions and how are they being conducted, uh, and what is the acceptance rate of uh, these online therapy sessions? Because earlier, uh, like you know, you said in the starting that. Uh, it's a social stigma in our country, and it's still prevalent. So, like the the small amount of people who are still going for these kind of therapy sessions earlier used to go for a one-on-one therapy sessions, right? And they still keep all these sessions uh, under wraps, and uh, they used to keep it hidden from their family and friends. But now, with this whole virtual therapy sessions in place, everyone under one roof. Uh, how are these being conducted, and how how are people accepting it?
1: Okay. So the acceptance has, uh, surprisingly, the acceptance has increased tremendously during the COVID period. I would say, see the one one session, a person has to move out of his house. They have to uh, drive through to a place, uh, the psychologist's clinic. They have to find a place for parking, wait for the psychologist, because one session is lasting like from 50 minutes to 60 minutes, sometimes mm-hmm. even longer. Right. So in mm-hmm. case if they reach the psychologist's place in the middle of a session, they have to wait for a good one hour for the psychologist to uh, take them in, in the next session. And um, at times, uh, this waiting is uh, a little longer also. So, uh, but in in online counseling, the, the best thing was people were coming out openly. They were discussing their uh, challenges with our in-house psychologists and our in-house psychologists were recommending them the actual therapist with whom they can go ahead and get the session. So, um, the, the only dilemma or the confusion that the clients had was related to security of the platform. And I'm very happy to say that we are the only HIPAA certified mental wellness company in this country at this moment. Okay. So, because of HIPAA certification, which is actually an American act, and uh, related to the healthcare health data of the clients. Uh, so so with that, we were able to prove a point that your information, your health data and customer records with us is completely safe and would not uh, land into the wrong hands because of which the client's confidence boost tremendously and they were able to identify the right psychologist and they were able to come, counsel, take counseling from those psychologists. I have... So people who... Who have experienced this have gone for multiple sessions. Okay, they have gone for weekly sessions, sometimes bi-weekly sessions, depending upon the clinical condition of the client. So, um, people have those those who have uh, uh, seen the and experienced hope cure have uh, actually gone for multiple sessions immediately.
0: So, when you uh, when you talk about finding the right psychologist. Uh, how does somebody do that? You know, uh, Let's say in general, if I have to go and find a psychologist, how do I find the right psychologist for my problem? How, how does that work?
1: See, this is actually an individual's choice and everyone has a very unique, different kind of uh, uh, reason to select a specific psychologist. And we have almost 700 on the platform uh, to, to select from. But what uh, the language probably is one area which is uh, one of the most important factors for people select like psychologists. People want to in the local language. And uh, second is the price. So we have psychologists available from almost like 300 rupees a session to like uh, 5,000 rupees a session. So they can also range the and experience is another criteria. So they can actually find the full range basis, the selection criteria. Also, there are experts available for anxiety, for bullying, for relationship, for breakup, for marriage counseling. Uh, we have we have relationship counseling in house, so which again is an area of um, uh, we have seen a lot of couples coming in and taking this therapy for relationship counseling because of which they have they are now living a happy married life. Married life, so uh, people have different choices. But fortunately, the platform gives them the choices and they're able to identify the right counselling for them, counsellor for them. And in case if they need our help, then we have in-house psychologists whose job is to ensure that they get the right counselling.
0: Yeah, so this is my next question. You know, uh, you've rightly put that uh, people have choices and they can figure out, you know, with whom they want to go ahead and book the counselling. But let's say, you know, there's somebody... Who, who is facing some sort of a, uh, you know, mental tension or problem. He, he or she is going through something in their mind, but they're not able to express it out. So How do they, uh, you know, how, if I have to ask you, what sort of tips or advice would you give to that person so that they can find the right psychologist for them or a counselor for them? How do that person figure out, you know, whom to connect and whom to talk to? So this is a very, very important uh, question. And we actually
1: have some some material on this on who is a therapist and why to see a therapist, okay, and how to select a therapist, okay. Because finding a good therapist is not easy. Okay, uh, so so we have we have we have more uh, we have some data available on the website. I would encourage the audience to go have a look at types of therapists and to select so people get confused at times that who is a counselor who is a psychologist whether should i go to a psychiatrist or to a psychologist okay uh, should i see a relationship counselor versus should i see a clinical psychologist but but uh, fortunately uh, we have we have enough information available on the website for people to learn from this and select and in case if they are not able to uh, then they can they can contact our um, experts and our experts would hear their problem and recommend the right psychologist to them. Which could be psychotherapists, clinical psychologist, counseling psychologist, relationship
0: psychologist, couple psychologist, psychiatrists. Right, right. I agree. I agree. And there must be a lot of challenges that these patients and clients must be facing, right? Uh, any any sort of challenges that you have seen, which which. You want to highlight on the episode today, like something that you have seen specifically happen uh, during these last seven, eight months. Yes, we see we see some clients coming
1: back to us saying that this psychologist doesn't suit me. Okay, and there is no criteria for them saying this. Okay, it is just that the two have not clicked together. Okay, and there could be any so uh, we we don't ask questions in this case because this is where clicking and 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 suiting each other's. Uh, uh, Requirements is very critical. So we we ask more questions and we give them, we help them find the right psychologist in that place. We have probably almost India's every reputed psychologist with us and, um, and, and across the board. So finding the right psychologist is not an issue for us,
0: for the clients. All right. All right. And, uh, you know, I have a few friends who are themselves psychologists and counselors. So uh, even, even I guess, you know, the business side of things are also uh, taking a toll when it comes to this whole pandemic and things not working out for a lot of psychologists, because, you know, even they were earlier uh, used to doing these uh, in-clinic uh, one-to-one sessions. So what sort of uh, tips, you know, you would like, like to give counselors and psychologists out there when they take these virtual sessions nowadays? see the, the physical sessions are going to remain there
1: okay that's the psychologist and the clients also uh, kind of uh, this is a age old therapy process and they would they would connect together but the online sessions are not going to go okay the uh, now the clients have various needs okay yeah. clients just want to have 15 minute sessions sometimes the clients are just wanting to vent out okay sometimes yeah. they have a problem which is which can be discussed and sorted out in one session so uh, the the other thing is the clients don't want to show their identity okay they have a flexibility of booking it with a with an al- alias and talking to the psychologist with an alias so uh, so the for 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 psychologists in the field at the moment my message is that uh, continue to do the good work but unfortunately we have less than 10000 psychologists in the country psychologists in the country uh, and in a country of 100, where 120 million people need intervention, um, mental wellness intervention from professionals, uh, uh, 10,000 is no number at all. So on one side, we have this problem of uh, a lot of clients. On the other side, we have a problem where the psychologists are not getting clients. Okay, Just because the clients are unable to find them. And that's where this platform helps them out we are sorting out reach, the problem of reach
0: for technology. But how do we bring the stigma? Because, you know, uh, I speak to a lot of people and uh, earlier uh, in, you know, a few of my episodes, I have interviewed psychologists and they have uh, spoken about a lot of things that people are going through these days. But, uh, you know, that one question that keeps coming back to me is that how do we break the stigma in the society i mean i'm sure the millennials are still open to discussing all these things but you know let, let's talk about my parents let's talk about you know people who are above 50 years of age i guess you know how do we break that stigma with them in the society so that you know they can actually approach uh, uh, mental health in a better way and get help you know whosoever requires it yes so of course we all want to live life happily
1: and As long as uh, people recognize that they are not able to live life happily, okay, and there is a way out, they would be able to identify uh, the process of uh, going to the counselor. But uh, the the way we are working out is through uh, various webinars. So we had uh, uh one more interesting fact that happened is uh, we found a lot of entrepreneurs and with specialists and uh, MSMEs. they uh, they getting the clinical um, uh, clinical psychological problems during the pandemic so we started conducting webinars for them we started conducting webinars with the with PhD chamber of farmers for all the MSMEs in the country we started conducting webinars for parents uh for for children in the age group of 8 to 14 uh, we started conducting webinars for students and also for professionals like ca chartered Accountants etc Uh, lawyers, etc. to ensure that the voice of what to do in this case reaches everyone. We are able to give them the tricks and techniques to handle the problem and and what stage they should identify that now I have to go and meet a psychologist. So this critical decision when to take and what to do is if they are informed about they would be able to take the decision. So this is where we are helping the society through the
0: webinars. Yeah, I guess that's a very valid point that you have made, uh, Vivek, when it comes to understanding this whole journey, because I think this is a journey. This is not just, uh, uh, you know, it's like, hey, haan, ho gaya, go and get a paracetamol. It's not like that. I guess this is way deeper, and uh, the more people understand that, you know, how deep this problem is, I guess that, that path. Uh, if somebody can show that path to that person, I guess that is where you start a meaningful conversation uh, down the line and then you get more responses, then you get more people in. And, and that is, I guess, is a good starting point of breaking the stigma in the society. What do you say about that?
1: I completely agree. Take, for example, migraine. Okay. When do you recognize that your headache is a migraine, it's a very critical thing. Okay. And the moment people recognize the headache is headache is not a simple headache, it's a migraine. They go to the specialists, okay. And that's in in Hope Cure, we have both the psych, both the neuropsychologists and the neuropsychiatrists to ensure that they are able to address the problem of as simple as migraine or as complicated as migraine. Okay, from multiple 360 degree um, uh, holistic view to ensure that whatever triggers migraine should also be identified and the person should be taught about how to handle that. At the same time, if they need medicines, they should be also given medicines. So, similarly for the parent group of 8 to 14, uh, the 95% of the kids, general mental illness problems are uh, goes, goes unnoticed. And cl- clinical, seven, uh, clinical uh, problems, only 70% actually are, uh, only 30% is actually uh, recognized and 70% goes unnoticed. So, yeah, so true. So a lot of, so parent education is required to ensure that the, that the, that the child uh, remains healthy. And the, so it's, a, I think it's a generation thing. I think the, the millennials are doing a very good job in recognizing the issue and uh, going to the therapists. And they understand that uh, even a breakup can have a, uh, a long-lasting impact on somebody's thought process. So post-breakup, like a lot of people have started taking counseling. Uh, in the event of a grief, people have started taking counseling. So um, uh, during, we start seeing the uh, rise in the request for counseling sessions uh, just before marriage uh, season, like uh, this which just concluded in the April yeah. of December. Okay, suddenly we found that a specific type of uh, request stopped coming in, so then I asked the team that why this why that happened. They inter- said the lagan has complete now. The, there is no more uh, marriage dates for the next one month, so we would hopefully not be seeing the this kind of counseling coming in. Um, so some of some of these things are like also new discovery for us. Uh, we identify uh, people with um, breakups, uh, the the young the young uh, generation millennials with breakups. Have gone to counselors, and uh, and it's a very very good way of handling themselves. Okay, so they don't want yeah. to, uh, remaining in the room with uh, with a depressive or uh, feeling. They want to go to the counselor, get themselves cured, get get themselves out of the shock, and go and live the life happily. So yes, yes, uh, people are learning and people are changing also. So true,
0: so true, Vivek. I completely agree with that and uh, vivek, vivek before we uh, wrap up the episode uh, any uh, final advice that you would like to give to people out there who are uh, you know still fighting this battle inside and not able to uh, bring any change in their lives
1: yes so um, i would have two two um, suggestions for people um, in general first is in case if you identify any of either they themselves or in their family or their friend circle if you find anything which is which is unexplainable, any process, any thought process, any action, any activity which is unexplainable, please take professional help. Okay. At times, uh, children in the age group of 10 to 12, who those who are playing a lot, those who are running around, they suddenly stop talking. Okay. This is unexplainable. Take a professional's help. Ensure that the child gets or the or whomsoever's the near dear, relatives, friends, etc., family members, they get the they get the right counseling. And the second thing is in case of someone is going through the counseling, don't leave it in between. Okay, you would start feeling better after two, three sessions. Okay, you would you would get to know the turns and tricks and techniques about how to handle yourself. But then it's a it's a full process. Okay. These sessions, if the process needs 20 sessions, go for 20 sessions. Process needs five sessions, go for it. Full five sessions don't leave the counseling process in between, as you don't get completely treated. So, true, so true. These would be my two suggestions to the people
0: who are who have some kind of uh, uh, uh,
1: relation
0: with this. No, thank you so much, Vivek. I guess you know these last two suggestions, I'm sure our socially desi audience will definitely understand and take heed of. And it's really important that, you know, once you start your uh, journey uh, into, you know, mental health and you start doing these sessions with the counselors or psychologists or whomsoever you are, uh, you know, consulting with, make sure that you uh, go, you know, all the way. It's about, you know, not leaving it in between. And like you said, you know, people start feeling better after two, three sessions. And that is where a lot of people think, oh, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I don't need it anymore. And uh, things can pile up back again uh, onto you. So so thank you so much, uh, Vivek. Uh, uh, You've been an absolute pleasure on the show today. And I'm sure our Socially Desi audience would have gained a lot, lot many good insights from this episode. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Anwar. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity to uh, connect with the audience of the Socially Desi. And I I wish them good luck and a very happy New Year. And hope uh, next year would be a lot more uh, lively and a lot more enjoyable.
0: Thank you so much, Vivek, uh, for being on the show today. And guys, definitely check out HopeCure.com as well as their Instagram page at uh, HopeCure. Uh, they have uh, such good informative uh, information on the uh, Instagram as well as on their blogs and the website. So definitely check out. They'll put down the links in the show notes below as well as on our website at sociallydesi.com. So that wraps it up for today, folks. If you like the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship, and health and fitness. We would love to have Vivek on the show again in the future to discuss more about mental health. So, if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.